Morning Word Podcast. This is your host, Brother David, and I hope you prepared your hearts to hear the Word of God from the man of God right now. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening to everybody in the podcast land. This is your host, Brother David, once again in the house, coming forth to bring forth a word with our very own Pastor John Matthews. How are we doing this afternoon, late afternoon, sir? Ah, what a great Sunday. Yes, yes, what a phenomenal Sunday. Uh, we, uh, we're back to resuming live services or in-person services mm-hmm. of course with uh uh proper social distancing and masking up and temperature checks so we do have everything in order but it's uh, such a blessing again once again just to have people back in the house and to uh fellowship and, and you know just share the word and and each other's company again in in, in celebrating god yes uh so we were very blessed today to have uh uh Deacon Bobby Costa to come forth and bring a word today of remembering. Did a great job. Excellent. You know, very, very, very uh, impactful, very powerful. One of the things I was sharing with Pastor a little earlier uh, was one of the things that stood out for me from that particular message. And uh, when he stated about uh, whose opportunity of salvation are you blocking, or I like to use the word maybe influencing, Mm -hmm. either right or wrong. And that's something we probably need to always keep top of mind because we are, for some people, the written word of God that they're going to ever read. Living epistles. Amen. So uh, with that, we want to go ahead and get ready to get into word, but we're going to open up with a word of prayer first. So we look to heaven right now, Father. We thank you. We give you praise. We give you thanks for this wonderful day that you have made as you continuously Uh, Show us your mercies and and your grace and how they're new every morning and how yet you're still just in in accomplishing all your uh, needs and deeds for everyone in in our lives. And there's so many things that have to be accomplished, Lord, so much work that has to be done, so many people that have to be reached. And Father, we're asking right now that you continue uh, to use us as, as willing vessels, Lord. Uh, desiring to to please you and to to uh, to work the great work that you have bestowed upon us and not to be anxious for anything but but to acknowledge you in all our ways father yes that you will continuously direct our path uh, because there's there's an enemy out there and he's constantly trying to distract us he's constantly trying to derail us so we need instructions, Father. We need specific instructions as to which way to go, what to say, how to say it, when to say it. Uh, we want to operate in your perfect will, Father. And oh, God. There's so many people that are struggling, and they need to hear that perfect word that's going to give them the ability to be set free, Father. Yes. So we're, we're trusting you and believing you right now for everything. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 So. Uh, I know today we want to venture off, um, I believe he's into the book of John, uh, but what, what, uh, what's on your heart today, sir? Better shepherds. Amen. The need for better shepherds. Yes. Um, now, what we're going to do during this podcast, uh, we're, we're going to open up with the aftermath of 
a, a pretty terrible situation that happened uh, in chapter 9. But, but the summation of the things that Jesus uh, says at the end of it all, at the beginning of chapter 10, we're going to lead out with that and then talk about the incident and, and just a sad situation in chapter 9. And, and, and then we're going to relate it to what's going on uh, today. Beginning at verse 1, the scripture says, Truly, truly, this is Jesus, I say to you, he who does not enter the sheep enter the sheepfold by the door, but climbs in by another way, that man is a thief and a robber. But he who enters by the door is the shepherd of the sheep. To him the gatekeeper opens. The sheep hear his voice, and he calls his own sheep by name. And leads them out. When he has brought out all his own, he goes before them, and the sheep follow him. Amen. For they know his voice. Amen. A stranger they will not follow, but they will flee from him, for they do not know the voice of strangers. So it's a beautiful passage where, where Jesus is, is showing you characteristics of a good shepherd, mm-hmm. but also the, the characteristics of the bad shepherd. He, he, the, the bad shepherd, he's, he's really no shepherd of, at all. He, he shouldn't have, have he not even been amongst the sheep but but he finds his way there because he has motives of his own, motives that, that deal with bettering himself and certainly not trying to do something better for the sheep. Jesus says, they're thieves and robbers. They come to take the sheep and take from the sheep to, to even take advantage of the sheep. But a shepherd is one that actually cares for the sheep. The, the, the true shepherd comes in in the right way. And, and he's led in by the, the right people, the gatekeeper. And, and the, the sheep who are accustomed to his voice because he's familiar with them and they're familiar with him. There are relationships involved. Amen. He knows their name. And they know him to be a good and, and safe leader. And they're, they're willing to let him lead them. Now, let me just say this. Uh, a shepherd uh, that, that, does, that does not have sheep that will follow is, is not a shepherd. If you're, you might have the shepherd title. All right, now. But, but if the sheep, if you don't know the sheep, the sheep don't know you, you, you're trying to do something and the sheep are not following, there's a disconnect there that actually says you're not a shepherd. 
But but in verse four, I love how he says, David, and and he has brought out all all of them, his own. He takes a personal responsibility. He takes ownership uh, of their care. And it doesn't say that he says, hey, where you guys want to go today? But he goes before them. So he leads. He knows where they're supposed to go. He knows what's the in best, their best interest. He knows the best place for them. And he takes them in that way. You know, I do like what he said. You know, when you go back to four, he says when he brought out all his own. Oh. His own. He's not messing with anybody else's. No. He knows who who's are his. his. He, in other words, he knows the sheep that the, the God has given him, the owner has given him responsibility for. And And these sheep, they'll follow him. They know his voice. And you know what's so funny? Because I heard this somebody say this. You know, they, they talk about sheep being dumb. They ain't too dumb. <laughs> exactly. They're smart enough to understand and know the difference in voices. Oh, verse 5. A, a stranger they will not follow. Mm-hmm. They, they'll actually run from a stranger. But they don't know this voice. And and they will not let themselves be in the in the care of... Uh, a voice is speaking, but but they're unfamiliar with. I'll I'll share a little I guess a little embarrassment here. So sort of. So uh, when I was living with my grandmother for some time in Puerto Rico, uh, she she had a huge house mm-hmm. uh, in the mountains, and we had tons of uh, different animals mm-hmm. on, on on the on the ground in the in the land. Uh, but right around. I would say uh, very early in the morning, like around 10.30 or so in the morning, she would go to the back door of, of the house, open it up. Uh, it was like one of those doors you had at the top and the bottom. Uh-huh. Open up Half door. The half door. So she would open up the top and she would start making this like funny sound. Uh, and what she was doing was she was calling the chickens. And because they were getting ready to be fed, so she had her feed, their chicken feed, right there. She grabbed it and she started making this little beep, 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 beep sound. And you see all the chickens coming over, and then she, you know, she starts tossing the food over. Mm-hmm. So one day, I tried to do the same thing. Oh no! <laughs> and because uh, I was a lot younger, so you know, uh, I was trying to emulate her as much as possible. Yeah. Now a couple did come. <laughs> yeah. But uh, the rest were like, they were looking crazy. They were like, wait a minute, something's not right. They knew yeah. something was off. Yeah. And um, this is how you end up being fried chicken. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not going over there. <laughs> uh, but, you know, when I read that scripture, it made me think about how God's people know God's voice. Yes. Um, and even and- when he's speaking through. Uh, a, a person, a man or a woman. Yes, there's a confirmation. You have His Spirit. That's why you need His Spirit because it's going to confirm uh, what's uh, what's being spoken. 
Uh, that the, the two witnesses. That's what yeah, he's talking and about. And his word. Exactly. His word that's being spoken and, and the word that you, you, you have on the inside will match up together and have a strong connection and bond and say, this is the word of God. Yes. This is God speaking. And that's why it's so critical for us to get in the word, to be biblically yes. literate, to study to show ourselves approved. So whether it's written or spoken, we know what is and is not God's word. Amen. Amen. And not even not even just spoken, but you can see God's words in action. Yes. The you, life that we live. According you, to or not according to the word. Amen. So when you have that witness of what you see, that witness of what you hear, and, and then the witness of the spirit that, that discerning on the inside of you, you know, you have every way possible to know the right way and what to follow versus what not to follow. Amen. But yet, so many people, David, follow bad shepherds. Yes. You know, I mean, quite often it's, it's what's in us that makes us vulnerable to these bad shepherds. Uh, it's funny that, that we're having this conversation. Uh, I was with some other saints earlier, and uh, we were talking about uh, this. Uh, let me get the name right. Mm -hmm. Frederick J. I can, I can Coulter the second. Okay. Oh, let me just shorten that up, Reverend Ike. <laughs> and uh, this guy, you know, if you want my personal opinion, uh, was not exactly the best shepherd. Uh, he was noted for, you know, uh, flamboyance and, uh, you know, a lot of money and, you know, it, it was... Uh, it's pretty sad, though, uh, because this guy was was it was obvious that he was out to to pad his pocket. And you, and you know, it's it's so you know it's so troublesome when you see uh, people who get elevated to these high uh, prominent uh, levels in in television uh, or in the church world, and then they they sort of flaunt what they've been given as is to say that this is the status that you need to be if you're in God when the Bible never teaches that at all uh, the Bible teaches us to you know to be content in whatever state that we're in mm -hmm. and to live the life of humility and not only that it, it teaches us that we should be uh, drawing the attention towards him and not towards us because when we start paint, you know, when we start pointing the finger at us, then we're, we're, we're not letting people see God. Mm -hmm. We're allowing people to see us. And then the minute we mess up, guess what? Mm -hmm. They're going to see us and God and they're going to blame it as if this is the how the church operates. Yeah. I mean, and he was, you know, he was talking to a lot of poor people and he was telling them, okay. I, I found out how you get blessed and my Rolls Royces and expensive suits are signs 
you know, of my knowledge and God's favor. Uh-huh. And uh, now let, let's begin to get you God's favor and blessings as well. But it doesn't start with me giving you money. It starts with you giving me money. Yeah. It's what uh, these multi-level marketing businesses mm-hmm. are built on. Mm-hmm. Exact same format or formula. Yeah. So, but because of the, the lust and greed in the people, and here's a guy that seems like he knows how to, to get what I want. Mm-hmm. Not a rich spiritual life with God, but but a rich natural life, you know, among men. Mm-hmm. Let me try this. Mm-hmm. And he just got richer and richer doing this. A friend of mine uh, played, uh, you know, uh, you know, he was in his his musical band, and he played uh, for keyboards for him. And he said uh, it was just amazing the amount of money that people were just in, in almost like the lottery, dumping money in, into this man's coffers to, you know, with the hopes that it would turn around and come back to them, you know, a hundredfold, a thousandfold, et cetera. But he said one of the most amazing things was uh, how he would almost look down on the people that didn't have the big, you know, thousands and hundreds or whatever. And he said, you know, I know some of you are, are so poor. You just, you know, you, you don't even know how to start to, to, to sow a seed so that you can get blessed. So I'm just going to encourage you. Just take all of the change you have. You know, I know that, that may be all that some of you have, but, but but that's a start, and you're going to be blessed. So take all the chains that you have and just throw it on the floor. Just leave it there. And uh, let that be the fertile ground for you, that you put it on the floor in this in this palace. And he said that there would be 8, 10, 12 garbage cans full of change. I, I, you know, forget the dollar bills. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine twelve? Now, I had a friend of mine, another friend, got a lot of friends, I guess. <laughs> another friend of mine, that's good. Now, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, and tell the truth, they're actually friends and not just associate acquaintances. But um, he had one of these uh, the Zephyr Hills, the water bottles, the big yeah, plastic yeah. water bottles, and uh, so he would come home and take his change out of his pocket every day. And one day he he took the the water jug almost full to the bank, so they would count and see how much it, it actually equal to in cash. That one one water jug just normally being dumped into by this two, over two thousand dollars mm. in that full water jug. Can you imagine how many water jugs of change? will fit into a 55-gallon garbage can. Mm. I mean, we're, we're talking, what, 10 maybe? You know, let's be conservative and say 10. Now we're talking $20,000 a can. And, and, and just in change, this guy would take up 10, 12. They had armored trucks just for the change. And yet, 
when when people didn't get blessed, they would come back and give him, uh, you know, in, in coming back and, and attempting to get another blessing, mm-hmm. they actually were, were coming back to, to give him another opportunity <laughs> to fleece them even more. What's the old saying? Fool me once, shame on me. Fool me twice, yeah. shame on you. Whatever. A bunch of fool being, a bunch of being fooled. That, that's for sure. But when we seek first the kingdom of God and its righteousness, yes, all the other things that need to be added, God will. And we don't have to follow bad shepherds. We don't want to. Have, we don't have to listen to the voice of those that will rob us and, and steal from us. Yeah, I know that there are a lot of disappointing people of God. But there are some true people of God. Mm-hmm. There are just Jesus Jesus gives this example because this example is true and really exists. There are those that really care. There are those that really love. There are those that, that really want to help. I'm not saying they're, they're, they're the majority. Right. But they exist. Amen. And, and also, the, you know, a key thing to understand, you know, a good shepherd does make mistakes. Oh, yeah. You know, and. and, and a good shepherd is not necessarily a perfect shepherd. Amen. Uh, uh, you know, we see that clearly when, when Paul had to correct Peter. Yes, you know, uh, for for the way he behaved himself around uh, Gentiles and Jews in Galatia. Yes, uh, so you know we, we we see that these things can happen. Mm-hmm. So that's why it's always critical for us. And trust me, I've I've fallen into trap where I've uh, you know put so much trust um, and confidence in the man of God uh, and. And to the point to of, of almost emulation, which, you know, I had to learn, you know, I needed really to put my focus and trust in God. Yes. And God in that person. Mm-hmm. Two different things. So we want to make sure that's why, you know, when we're looking at a man that will he will they make a mistake? Sure. But, you know, if God is in that particular individual and we're trusting God then we know that that they will lead us the right way they will we will follow them paul says follow me as i follow christ um and and this is what we this is what's expected of us well they'll get back up that you hardly notice that they even fail yes because you got to remember you know they're human <laughs> just oh, like yeah. everybody else oh yeah there's no super superhuman beings uh, you know, there was only one that was perfect. Mm-hmm. Let me say this. Mm-hmm. Don't expect the absence of man, but do look for the presence of God. Amen. Amen. You can say that one more time, Pastor. Don't expect the absence of man, but 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 do look for and expect the presence of God. So there are going to be some human stuff going on yes. with each and every one of us. But if you see so much more of the presence, the power, the the the, the voice of God, the words of God, that which looks like what God would do, then you're probably off to a good start. Amen. Now, I, and I want to caution. 
when you see the presence of God leave and you see the, the, the presence of man increase, then you might need to consider even another shepherd. That's a prayer matter. But if you see the, the, the ongoing presence and power and you hear the, the, the words of voice and, and, and the life is lining up with the, with the words, the doctrine, the teachings, Pastor, stay there a minute. I'm glad you kind of brought that up. Mm-hmm. So for, you know, for people that are listening, people that don't know, um, uh, people who are struggling, maybe they're at a particular organization or church. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're not 100% sure what direction they should go, whether they should stay, uh, whether they should leave. Uh, what, what would your advice be to individuals to, who, who are kind of like in that between, uh, sort of like straddling the fence? You know, do I stay and give the per- person grace and patience, allow the situation to correct itself over time? Or should I say, you know what, I'm out of here. I'm not going to deal with this craziness. Well, first I want to read a scripture. I'm going to answer your question. Okay. Uh, Isaiah 8.20 says, To the law and to the testimony, if they speak not according to this word, uh, surely there, there's no mourning in them. There's, there's no light in them. That's, that's, uh, the blessing, the, the power, the favor of God is not there. And when you see that, God will, more than likely is going to speak and, and give you a direction to go. Look, the word of God is, is spiritual sheep food. If you're starving or, or getting sick, Sin sick from from eating bad food, then you need to be somewhere that's healthy. Even worse, if you're catching sicknesses, uh, sin sicknesses from the shepherd, uh. that's a sure sign that that you need to 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 be asking God what direction that you should go in. I've seen sinful shepherds and people get so comfortable with the sinfulness of the shepherd to to everybody. It's like a, a a spiritual flood of the wrong spirit. And and it becomes a culture within the body of Christ. Mm -hmm. You know, something uh, quite often is sexual sin. Now I've seen what a pastor is, got a girlfriend and next thing you know so do all the deacons oh even worse i've seen it that uh they start uh you know having affairs with each other's wives mm. and 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 sooner or later if that's the case the uh the what's it called they're gonna find out about it the elders in the congregation yes and many of them are gonna follow suit because of the 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 malnourishment, they'll be weak enough to, to fall for the same trick. So so now let, let me let me reverse this a little bit. Hmm? What if you have now somebody who is trying to get away from somewhere 
mm-hmm. because they don't want to adhere to a good shepherd. Well, see, now that's so. Uh, like, what advice would you give that person who's talking to that individual? Uh, the 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 person that's trying to get away, or the person that's trying to to get them to uh, stay in the right place. Stay in the right place. That's a tough conversation. Uh, because some sheep are not sheep; they're wolves uh. in sheep's clothing, and so they don't want to hear the shepherd's voice. Sometimes, you know, uh, well, let me just ask: Are you a sheep or a wolf? Do you want to hear the voice of the shepherd or not? You know, I mean, and and, they, and listen, they'll bite the shepherd. <laughs> yeah, they'll wound the shepherd trying to get away. You know, uh, and and if they stay many times, it's because they want to bite and devour the other sheep, the real sheep. And shepherds, sometimes you gotta let them go uh, for the for the good and for the. That's why church discipline is so important. You gotta let them go for the good uh, of the rest of the flock. But 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 if they're if they're just sheep that have a problem. Then I know uh, one thing that the old shepherds used to do you know, for wayward sheep, they'd break their legs, uh. you know, so that they couldn't go and, and get into mischief, you know, so they kind of train them to stay where they ought to stay. But if they broke their legs, then they had to carry them. Even though they broke their legs to help them, uh-huh. It put an extra burden of care for them on the shepherd. Mm. Now, why do I say this? Mm. A lot of shepherds know they need to break some legs. All right, now. But they don't want the extra work of carrying them around until they're mended and whole. So they'd rather, you know, leave them whole and biting and burning off and doing X, Y, Z, and G and you know, rather than going the extra to do what really needs to be done, even though it's going to take extra work on their part, if if, if they have to walk through this breaking and mending process with the sheep. Mm-hmm. But but too often that process is needed, and and but it, oh boy, it takes a good shepherd to want to take the extra burden. So, you know, you, you got a, a husband that's been physically abusing his wife. You got a wife that's been cheating on the husband. You got children that, that, that have gotten into uh, selling drugs. And, you know, I, I, I once I had a, uh, I had a 14-year-old that had gotten a 13-year-old pregnant. Mm. You know, and, and the mom, the, excuse me, the potential grandmother was 29. And uh, she's like, you know, I, I'm just 29. Uh, I, you know, I'm not even 30 yet. You know, I, I don't want a grandchild, at, you know, at 30 years old. Right? Mm-hmm. So, uh, uh, but they need, and so they were talking abortion or whatever. But they needed someone that was still staying in there and work through the, the the tough situation that had been going on for generations. Yeah. Good shepherds are needed. The too often going back to and see when it says thieves and robbers, 
what is really trying to paint a picture of they're self-centered. You know, if you're in the ministry and it's about you, it's about what, you know, people, I want you to watch me, pay me, you know, and, and, uh, uh, pat, uh, pat me on the back. Uh No, if I'm taking care of the sheep, you know, with, with not the greatest pay, uh, with, with not, not that many accolades, yeah, without the notoriety. And even a small flock. If some sheep are being helped and God is pleased, I'm in the right place. Amen. Be faithful over a few things. Mm-hmm. But, but you know, often we prove to God that we're not ready to, to, to be uh, shepherds over larger flocks by such a poor job we do with the little flock that he's given us. Yeah, that's why he teaches us. Uh, I think he told uh, Timothy not to put a novice. No. Uh, promote a novice up to that position. Because quite often, again, they want to be heard. They want to be validated. You know, they you know well, they want to be paid. They, you know, quite often novices, they have, they have motive problems. Yeah, well, it's not even just that. Uh, you really haven't been through nothing in life. You know, you, you haven't really uh, understand what it is to, to suffer, to be in that kind of a role. Well, you like the skills uh, and the tools to be able to be a good shepherd. Amen. And, and you know, and that's critical for because you're, you're, it's no longer. Well, it's never been about you anyway, but it's really not about you when you're caring for other people. No. And, and so you have to make sure that. Uh, if this is something that uh, you're feeling led or, or being, you know, that God is calling, not saying that, you know, the calling is, is not there. The calling could be there, but you have to be prepared for that calling. Many are called, but few are chosen because the call didn't go through a proper pre- preparation uh, to be ready to serve. Uh, they didn't put themselves in a position so that, that God would choose them because he uh, felt uh, confident as to where they were and what they would do. You know, even when you look at Jesus, uh, he started at a very early age of studying the word of God, challenging uh, uh, the Pharisees and the scribes. uh, And and, and this became his his livelihood all the way up until his ministry started at the age of 30. Yes. So you're looking at at least a minimum of 18 years of preparation. Well, 10, he went and... and uh, I thought was, it was about 12. I thought it was about 12. Okay, yeah. well, we'll give it 12, but yeah. 10 to 12. But what you're saying is true. And this is, and this is the fact that he's in a culture... Surrounded with biblical people, imagine now here where oh my goodness, it's all crazy. Yeah, <laughs> it's whichever way the wind yes. blows. At least he's he's in a culture and an environment where that's promoted, where where they're talking about God constantly and so forth. And 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 David, uh, I just sent something, and I want to say this before we close. Yes, there are some of you that are listening right now. That God is has been speaking to you about coming to another level of service to Him. 
He's he's pulling your heart towards shepherding. And and he's and he's stirring up something in you, a passion in you for for doing what you need to be to be to be ready to be a good shepherd. It is so important that you hear the voice of God now. Failure comes more from a lack of preparation, not a lack of calling. The day when you hear my voice, we, we know that the scripture says, harden not my heart. And we think about that scripture in lieu of salvation. But your heart shouldn't become hardened at any time after you become a Christian. Especially when God is calling you to a place to be used by him to be a blessing to others. Don't harden your heart, but give yourself over to, to be readied for service. Not just at the normal level, but an unusual level. And you don't have to seek it out. You just need to be prepared. Your gifts will make room for you. But, but you should be about your father's business. You should be about sharpening those gifts. If you're going to teach and preach God's word, you should be so deep in the word right now. The tools that you will use, you, you need to be familiar with those tools and and be working at, at, at mastering them. And one of the greatest tools that any good shepherd could have is humility. Through prayer and yielding to God, master humility and see God begin to do a great work in shepherding through your life. Amen, amen. The need for better shepherds. Yes. We are in a time uh, where people not enduring sound doctrine. They're heaping themselves to teachers having itching ears. And anybody that's willing to say what they want to hear. Oh, man. That's where they want to flock to. Yeah, Reverend Ike. But we need men of God that is going to stand on the word of God, stand flat-footed and firm. That are not ashamed of the gospel because they know it is the power of God unto salvation uh, and see the kingdom of God go forward and not their agenda. So with that, Pastor, if you can close us out in prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, you know those that you desire to be shepherds, to be good shepherds in this world today. Oh God, stir something in their hearts. Make their ears sensitive to your voice. Cause them not to consider, but to know what you would have them to do and how even at this time they can be in such such great periods of, of preparation for that next step. Lord, let people give their hearts to you, their lives to you, that you can, you can make them 
the, the, the great tool for the kingdom that you've called them to be. Raise up good shepherds and lead people out of trickery and deceit and bondage and lead them into solid relationships with those that love you. Thank you, God, for each and every good shepherd that, that you've raised up. Help us, Lord, to find our way and our path to the good and right and give us strength to leave and avoid that in the name of a shepherd that is not a shepherd, that which would do us harm. We thank you for your care as, as the ultimate good shepherd. We thank you for it all. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. May God keep you. May God bless you. Thank you for listening to the Morning Word Podcast. We pray that you were blessed with what you heard today. You were able to get some insight on how to live a better life closer to God. If you wish to continue to listen to this word, please subscribe to our podcast on the following platforms. Apple's Podcasts, Google Casts, Pocket Casts, and Spotify. If you wish to view us live during our services, just simply go to newpministries.org. That is newpministries.org, where you'll be able to stream live services on a weekly basis. And with that being said, we pray that you continue to reach, teach, and love somebody new. Have a blessed week.